new to Wooden Stud. Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome to Going Greyhounds on your Thursday morning right here on Sky Sports Radio. Simon Orchard with you as usual. A bit of a change of pace today on the show. Normally, we've got some feature racing to preview or at least a trainer or two on the line to discuss their prospects. But instead, we'll take a bit of a temperature check of the sport right now here in New South Wales as we enter the second half of 2023. And who better to talk to some to talk about some of the big issues, I should say, the talking points, the stuff our participants are having a yak to one another about on track each and every day. Then the Greyhound Racing New South Wales Deputy CEO, Wayne Billard, he joins us on the line this morning. Morning, Wayne. How are you, mate? Um, well, thank you, Simon. Yourself? Going really well, mate. Hey, let's dive straight into it, Wayne. As we sit here, what, July 13, have you been satisfied with the first half of 2023, mate, and all that's held for Greyhound Racing here in New South Wales? Yeah, I think so, Simon. It's been, uh, as always, uh, as you alluded to, it's been uh, plenty going on on the track. Uh, but we've also had plenty going off the track over the last six months. We, you know, you know, we've opened Musselbrook. Uh, we've done some significant work at the Filmy Trial Track, and you know, Sestock is also. Um, so we've done investment you know, off the track as well um, to help support our participants. So that complements, you know, what we're trying to support our industry with. And yeah, along with all along the first six months, as you know, we've had the Egg and all those type races, the 715, the Country Classic, the Thunderbolt, etc. Um, you know, culminating in the, the Mossman and the Opal uh, last, the Peters and the Big Peters and the Peter Mossman last week. So certainly has been plenty going on. It sure has, mate. We finally take a little bit of a breath as we've got a couple of weeks before the next big feature, the GRNSW Southern Stars going off tomorrow, Wagga and Goulburn. Hey, Wayne, let's talk about some of these issues, mate. We'll start with the racing calendar. It's always a difficult thing to prepare. Greyhound Racing New South Wales has made some notable adjustments to the back end of 2023, none more so than the Dapto Megastar being moved out of its normal December time slot. The Blacktop at the Gardens, the Maitland Cup, they've shifted as well. Why have we made some of these adjustments, Wayne? Yes, yeah, so I mean, well, the group calendar is um, one of those things that's so tight-knit now um, across the national landscape that it's, it, you know, it's about trying to give the, the best, uh, all dogs the best opportunity. And, and you know, with the, in the Megastar in particular, it was based in that December period. But over the last couple of years, uh, you know, in Victoria, they've introduced the Phoenix and then they've moved the silver, just at the time slot for the Silver Chief. Um, that's had a real impact on our on our megastar, and you know the megastar is our only Group One race outside of metropolitan racing in New South Wales. And like all those events, we want our participants and people to be able to have the opportunity to race for all the big events. So the times that you know the, the slots slip from the megastar back into that sort of late August September is generally where it started off to start with, ironically enough, Simon. And then when we introduced the million dollar chase originally, it it, it sort of overlapped with that. So we moved it now. We're moving it back into that time, into that slot. And we see that uh, you know the megastar, you know, and also the blacktop. Uh, which will sort of be a four-week series, will be a good run-in for people into our million-dollar chase series. Um, so that's those. And then the Maitland, the Maitland one is Maitland being a different type of track, that one-turn track. We reached out to the club and, and to the GBATA and said, listen, are you interested? In, it was in a congested slot around that egg time um, with the Richmond Derby and Oaks, et cetera. You know, were they interested in putting it into that slot uh, in you know prior to Christmas? Uh, they were, so... That's why we've made the changes there, and we think overall that they should be seen to you be know, pretty positive from you know from a participant point of view. 
And for those wondering, the Megastar will go the heats on August 31, the final September 7, worth 75000 to the winner. And then the Maitland Cups shifts from March uh, to December 1st and 8. The Blacktop, of course, you mentioned in September as well, weighing in the lead-in to the Million Dollar Chase. Hey, while we're on feature racing, mate, we've just had the two time-honoured Group 1s. You mentioned the Vic Peters Classic, the Peter Mossman Opal. Both Group 1s, both worth seventy five grand, both with proud histories. Were you a little bit underwhelmed at all, Wayne, by the lack of nominations, I guess, considering the standing? We know Queensland had their winter carnival and they've been slapping each other on the backs about how successful that was. Do we have the right emphasis, I guess, on the right races in New South Wales at the moment? Um, so I'm not surprised that the Queenslanders are slapping themselves on the back about how good that their carnival was, and it was a fantastic carnival. I think for us, uh, what people have to remember about the, the Big P's and Peter Mossman, they're age classics, um, so there's only there's only a certain number of dogs that are eligible uh, across the board to go in those two type of events. Uh, you know, if we're honest, would we want more? Of course, we wanted we would have wanted more. Um, but, you know, with the plethora of group racing across the country, again, you know, sometimes it can, can cannibalise or dilute what we had. The one thing I will say about the, the racing last Saturday night, Simon, is it might have lacked in quantity, but the quality was absolutely outstanding. Um, and, you know, for those who are racing crews would have seen those those two event finals the other night. We've, again, we've got some cracking youngsters um, graduating through our... Through our uh, through our program in New South Wales and for me that's that's exciting to see where they head to Yeah, you're spot on, pencil in Zipping Remus and Nangar Lucy as potential runners in the Million Dollar Chase in a couple of months, they should be cherry ripe uh, in a few months time to take on that uh, opportunity, hey mate let's move off feature racing, let's talk a little bit about track upgrades, we know in the last 12 months Wayne, Tari, Goulburn and Dapto in particular have been identified as venues to either upgrade or improve or uh, totally remodel. Well, do you have any updates on those three venues for our listeners? Yes, yeah, thanks, Simon. Um, so, so the Goulburn, um, we, yeah, we've been working closely with the local council and the local stakeholders down there. The Goulburn site uh, is, is unique because it's got multi-user facility from for the community. So there's been a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of uh, moving parts down there. But I'm pleased to say that. You know, we've worked closely with the council and, and the different parts of the community down there to work through the issues. Uh, we're confident that, you know, in the coming month or two that uh, they, we will finally have those resolved and then council can, can consider that application um, in its entirety. Um, Taree, um, excitingly enough, Taree is not... That, that'll be the next one that'll probably uh, head head off from, from our point of view, from, a, from an upgrade point of view. It's not that far away... Uh, all the design and the planning has all been finalised. Uh, the tender documents are, are, are being drawn, so we're very close to, to issuing that documentation um, in the coming days or weeks, which we'll see start there in, in, the, in a couple of months' time or so. Uh, with DAPDO, uh, DAPDO's still, still preliminary design and plan um, down there. We've got some consultation, etc., to do, so we're, we're sort of uh, working behind the scenes there just to, to, to get our to put all the stuff that we need to put in stuff so that, um, you know, the, the count, when we do put a, a, a proper development application into the Wollongong Council, that, it's, that it provides all the information we need. And the other one, Simon, is also Lithgo. Uh, we, we, did, we had plans to upgrade Lithgo, and again, it's not that far away. We're, we're in the, we've sort of done the final design and planning there and just doing the final costings and scope, and we should see some movement there also in regards to some work in, in, in a few couple of months' time. 
You're listening to the voice of Wayne Billet, the Deputy CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales on Going Greyhounds here this morning. Hey, Wayne, uh, GRNSW and, and GWIC, the Greyhound Welfare Integrity Unit, announced last week that from August 1, we'll be doing some trials with a double-arm lure and preferred box draws at selected Greyhound tracks. We've seen the double-arm lure adapt on the gardens for about five or six weeks now, mate. How will these adjustments benefit our participants, do you think? Well, Simon, these uh, these interactions, these new implementations are on the back of a race injury review summit that uh, uh, that was uh, held, jointly held by GWIC and Greyhound Racing New South Wales back in February, contained a range of industry stakeholders about what initiatives can we do to to make our racing even safer for our greyhounds. As you know, that's a, that's our highest priority, is to ensure that our greyhounds get around that, that track safely when they're racing. Um, so for us, uh, a couple of the points that were raised was the introduction uh, of a trial or a pilot of the of the double arm lure. Um, as you know, in in uh, Victoria, they've also done a pilot of some of their tracks, which has been uh, which has been successful in some regards. So in New South Wales, we're doing the same. Um, we're going to do the double arm lure in just on its own at the gardens uh, on Friday, Saturday nights. So that uh, that's been uh, you know the the, the uh, Trials up there have been really well received. Um, we're also going to do the double arm lure adapter, but with adapter we're going to do uh, also adding the uh, preferred box draw. And this is a couple of races over the 297 for fifth grade dogs, so that'll give us a guide on whether those those two things combined make any other difference with them combined. And then finally, uh, for the Wednesday night Winky meetings, uh, once they get through the national series, we're going to be doing. Uh, a couple of races over the 520 metres for fifth grade and a non-grade uh, um, non-grade sprint as well. Um, and, yeah, so it's exciting times. And, and once they get up and running, we'll obviously analyse the data and see what, what changes can potentially tweak to the system. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's something on the back of, you know, fairly extensive consultation, and that's how the implementation's been rolled out. Right, plenty happening around the state at the moment. Hey, Wayne, we're not normally a, uh, a talkback sort of program here on Going Greyhounds. I've got a couple of texts here from participants out there wanting to maybe just know some rapid-fire answers, so I don't expect war and peace, but I'll just fire a few questions at you here quickly before we head off today, mate. Uh, the first one, no does Greyhound Racing New South Wales have the capacity to live stream box draws? Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you worried... <laughs> mate about the balance between short course racing uh, versus sprinting and staying ranks are you a bit thin at the top end yeah that's that's a really good question Simon and, and there's something that's uh, that's at front of mind um, is we've you know we've seen that the, the introduction of short course racing has, sort, has certainly changed the balance in regards to the to the numbers in that regard I mean for us, um, it's an ongoing work in progress. I think the one thing that, that that we have introduced, which has been really well received and is and is growing um, in stature, is our middle distance racing for 600 metre dogs. Now we have regular races at uh, at Dapto, the Gardens, Richmond, Gosford, and throughout the state every week. That's grown immensely. So that component of our industry has grown. Uh, we would have liked to have seen the 520 metre racing grow. It has it has had a slight increase, Simon, to be honest. Um, the 600 metre has been fantastic. The 700 metres is, is pretty static. Um, and I think you'll find that sort of generally nationwide. So it's something that we're mindful of and trying to, you know, we'll continue to try and look at issues of how to, you know, to, to make reward that type of racing. All right. And finally, Wayne, just quickly, she's a pearl. She's getting closer 
to the end of her career. Andy Lord's been very honest saying she could end off the bread at any stage. Where does she rank, mate, in terms of great greyhounds you've seen over the journey? Oh, she's up there, Simon. She's been she's been sensational, hasn't she? And she's been sensational for a period of time. I think that's that's the thing that I think you know Andy has placed her to perfection. Um, and just and just when you think that you know when she's not going great, she comes out and just goes bang. I mean, I was up at uh, Dubbo uh, recently for the Brother Fox Classic, and you know and and they, and they took her out there, and and she just it was a sensational run, and then she comes back into town and still runs twenty nine fours, twenty nine three. So she she has been a, a superstar of 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 our sport, and again is one of those dogs that you know you're happy to have the poster on the wall and say well. Geez, I was glad that I was around in, in her era because uh, she's been absolutely exceptional. We'll finish on that note. Well said. Thanks so much for sharing some time and some great insights into the sport, Wayne. We appreciate having you on, and we'll have to do this again, I reckon. Have a great day. Yeah, sounds great, Simon. As always, appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. There he goes, Wayne Billett, the Deputy CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Just quickly before I go today, some tips around the grounds. Casino... Race seven, number one, Mercy Dash. Gunnada, race three, number four, Armatree 30. Dapto, the best bet there, race seven, number one, Charisma Girl. Wenty Park on Saturday night, race three, number five, and race four, number three. That's three, five, and four, three at Wenty on Saturday night. That's going Greyhounds for another week. Have a great weekend, everyone. Happy punting and hooroo.